This is Naoki Yoshida. This is Fern Hall. And you are listening to Aetherite Radio. Aetherite Radio. Here we go. What's up, Internet, and welcome to Aetherite Radio, Gamers Keeps Final Fantasy XIV podcast on Fusion X. And joining me today, we have Bryn. Howdy, everybody. Woohoo! <laughs> so, this is the last episode before Heaven's uh, Word. Yeah, this is the. Uh, I guess <laughs> last episode ever. We're stopping ever. the show. You'll never hear Here's from the, us ever again. Hashtag news break. The um, <laughs> no, it's so exciting because it's like you know, two years ago, we're getting ready for 2.0. You know, we we did our last show about kind of like the summary of all the the 2.0 uh, story and everything, and um, and now we're like right on the right on the uh, edge of yeah. 3.0. So obviously, we're recording this on uh, May 30th, but. By the time most likely people are listening to it, we're in June, and June is the month, man. <laughs> yeah, we are a couple weeks out here now. It's crazy. It's exciting, especially because you know, obviously, we're going to be talking about some of the information that just came uh, came out this past week. But it's great. It's you know, I, I'm I'm uh, I've been taking a break, you know, from uh, from 14. I you know, just like I was telling. Uh, Fusion the other like a couple weeks back, I was like, yeah, I'm catching back up on my backlog of all these other games that I don't, uh, I haven't I, played because I've been, I was yeah. playing 14. Last, <laughs> so last like, week was rough for me because we had, mm-hmm. I mean, Destiny DLC came out. Uh, oh, Life is so Strange, good. Life is Strange Episode 3 came out. Uh, mm-hmm. And then Witcher 3 came out all on the same oh, freaking day. That's a tough um, week because it's like it, yeah, that was rough. there's so many great games going on and that I've ignored. And so like yeah. I've had this huge backlog. So playing Destiny, playing – I was playing Diablo 3 the other day, playing Halo Master Chief. Play, you know, just like kicking back, um, beat like Tomb Raider. You know, this yeah. is, that's how bad my backlog is, is <laughs> Tomb Raider the, the, from like three, two or three yeah. years ago. And, uh, and so now I'm sitting here, all this news is coming out, and I'm like – I log into Final Fantasy at least once a week just to do kind of some maintenance and, and at least buy my big lottery ticket. Because how yeah. cool would it be to be like, dude, I freaking hit the lottery. Oh, no, no. In Final Fantasy. <laughs> yeah, right. Wow. And, then, but, and then on top of all this, Square Enix has has the the stones, right, to, to say, oh, hey, by the way, we've doubled the poetics cap for each week. Oh, I know. It's so tempting to come back and in because it's like. It sucks because I, I haven't ca- like been camp- camping for a long time. Mm-hmm. And now that it's like double, it's like, oh, like man, like I could totally gear out like my caster before mm-hmm. Heaven's Word. And, and you're like, going to probably want to with the changes each, they're bringing to these casters. Each week passes. I'm like, OK, well, now I probably won't get this before 3.0. Now I probably won't get this. Before. It's just like I, you know, I've kind of given up at this point. I remember so. kind of being in a similar situation with you and talking about this when they were about to shut down 1.0 and looking at some of the stuff that's like. Okay, we'll never able to be able to do this. Obviously, it's a whole different thing because we'll still be able to go do it. But remember, like going and doing like the sort of like Thanalin, this yes. you know, like trying to get those achievements yes. and stuff. It's yes, like yes, yes. there was a point where that exactly like you said, it was like, okay, we're a couple weeks out. Yeah, I'm just gonna ignore every these. every so often because I, I I'm usually sporting the uh, the sort of Eorzea title, and every so often I'll be in a in a duty or something. So I was like, how do you get that title? I'm like. You don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's like my one thing. Go buy your moonlit. That's fine. I got my sword of Eorzea title. Can't take that from me, Square. Can't take it. And if Can't you give do, it out. He's so angry by titles <laughs> off the 
Mog's agent. Um, <laughs> oh, no. Don't even say it. Edit that out at the show, man. <laughs> They're like, at the next fan fest, we're like, well, you know, due to popular, we've, we've been here in the, you know, in the community, people talking about buying titles. And, and, and you know, I'll be sitting on, next to you and you're going to just curse. <laughs> you know, on a, on a similar note, before we, we get started, I think, because uh, they did, they added the moonlit, right? And I don't know mm-hmm. if we if we had talked about that. On it's, We've had a bit of a gap since our last show. Um, and that was kind of one of those things where... You know, maybe it's maybe it's that EP and legacy side of me talking, but I felt like that was going to be one point specific, right? Yeah. Um, and then it comes out, and you can buy it. Um, and, and I'm wondering, and I, I might even see if I can track down Yoshida here at E3 um, in a few weeks and ask him um, when they do this. I don't know if you've ever played uh, like Team Fortress Two. Mm-hmm. I uh, have it. I mean, I think they give so it they, out for free. On well, Steam. it is free. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, they have a. Some uh, their system in a way because you can I mean you can buy a whole bunch of crap in that game but um, the original item like if you obtained it or like you know when it first came out or whatever before it was made available to purchase or craft or whatever um, those got renamed to like genuine you know item or item name right so and I'm curious you know they they renamed they've done, done name tweaks before with some of this mog station stuff and I'm curious why mm-hmm. they hadn't done that on the moonlit right. Because right. that was one of those things, like, I thought it was a cool design. I thought the, the concept of, you know, it's like the moon and Dalamud, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then they're like, yeah, anybody can just buy it, and it's also still called the Moonlit. And I'm like, you know, like, if you would have just, like, done a name tweak, like, I would have been a little happier about it. Like moon Moonlight. I mean, heck. Or, or, or you know, like, <laughs> like uh, you know, something. Something to, to differentiate it between the, the 1.0 uh, players and and the, the people that bought it. But, you know. Maybe that's just me. I don't know if, if I'm alone in that or not. But uh, it doesn't it doesn't necessarily bother me um, personally. I you know, but it's the like, chances right. that somebody examines me and to see what earring I'm wearing. You know, it's it's and then they go like, oh my gosh, I have to have you know. It's like the uh, the I, I think Square Enix maintains like a, you know a good balance, and we've seen the success of it with. Uh, you know, it's like as you know, the hardest content's there, and then they kind of loosen it up. And I know there's a lot of people out there like, oh, they still want, you know, to be just as hard, and you know, you want that kind of exclusive uh, exclusivity, sure. and it's natural. There's a natural human kind of uh, element to that. But the other side of it is that kind of the world and the business model, they're all different, you know, now. And in yeah. this kind of world, um, you know, that I think leads to death. And what we're seeing is just. Uh, a great abundance of life and a very successful game. And um, I'm just, I'm seeing the thing I'm seeing, especially about 3.0, is I'm seeing so many more people excited and actually coming yeah. into the game. Well, well you know why? Because right? the 3.0 is coming out. Well, you know, you know why they're excited for 3.0? Why? Dragoons. Oh, uh, <laughs> who isn't excited? Right? For isn't that it? It's because it's a, it's a big dragoon. I did see a thread. Though. I did see a thread uh, like a week or two ago that was literally. Like uh, I'm not coming back, and uh, I'm not going to come to 14 until Dragoon has a has a wyvern, and then I think somebody oh, was go like, away, go back, like, ah, go play 11. You know, it'll be free. You know, this, this and, and, and you know, it's, it's funny they bring that up. There was an interview uh, years and years and years ago um, with some of the Final Fantasy 11 developers, um, and there was a question of, you know, are there some things that you wished you'd done differently? And one of them was eh, maybe not have given Dragoon a wyvern. <laughs> So the Python was a mistake, everybody. Sorry. They regret it a tiny bit. Well, and that actually led to the LOL Dragoon yeah. you know, moniker that, that it persists in Final Fantasy well, today. And the, and the, and the Dragoon, yeah. well, back in 11, the, dra- the Dragoon, the, the, the Wyvern summon used to be the two hour. 
<laughs> so yeah. your, your wyvern would die and you had to wait two hours before you could call it back. <laughs> oh, man. A lot of them was brutal back in the day. Anyway. Oh, yeah. Anyway, we digress. Anyway. Uh, okay. So Heaven's Word, obviously. Yes. The big thing. Big uh, giant uh, giant dragon in the room as opposed to elephants in the room. Um, <laughs> early access, June 19th. Uh, we don't have an exact time yet. Uh, and then launch is June 23rd. You can uh, redeem your pre-order codes now up on the Lodestone. Um, so if you've purchased the, or I should say pre-ordered the game in, in any way, shape, or form, um, you should be able to, to do that now. Obviously, that is not, not far away. You're not going to have your stuff till Heaven's Word comes out, but um, you can you can get your, your codes and, and all that stuff. Um, you got like 19 days to beat Witcher 3. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll never... Uh, Oh man, I'll be lucky if I have time to play that at all anymore mm-hmm. before, before 3.0. So busy, but we'll talk about that later. It's good yeah. stuff. It's good stuff. Um, this uh, this past week they had the letter from the producer live uh, over there in France. They had a big uh, kind of uh, media get together um, with uh, a lot of the European press. I think a few uh, Japanese outlets were there, and maybe one or two um, North American outlets. We weren't there, um, but a lot of good information coming out of it. Uh, and they started mm-hmm. with the reveal of uh, that new Nobuo Uematsu theme they promised mm-hmm. us back at FanFest. And this was Dragon Song, which, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I wonder where they got the name from it, right? <laughs> <laughs> I, I really liked it. Um, the uh, So obviously the comparisons are going to go against answers. And I think, I mean, yeah. Dragon Song is fantastic. But uh, if, you had a, if you had to choose between the two songs... Mm-hmm. Um, what what do you think? What what do you think leads? Takes, you know, what? it's it's take? interesting, and I I think I might if 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 the opportunity presents itself. I, I I'm curious to ask. Um, I mean, with with answers, obviously it was out when 1.0 was out, right? It was just kind of like, hey, like here's this song, and I think they used it like part like a snippet of it in one of the the launch trailers, and then we never saw it ever again. Um, you know, until we had the um. The uh, oh shoot, what was the what was the video called the 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 two point the uh, it was the where Bahamas end of an era end of yeah, an era thank you yeah, yeah. I was like I, was <laughs> I like, know what happens I, in the video yeah, what was, was the name the stuff and the dragon and Bahamut and yeah and so you know end of an era you know we were like oh hey there's answers again and I mean just the way they built that that video it was just perfectly in sync right with with answers. Um, and now with Dragon Song, what they've done is they've released kind of a music video, but it's all in-game footage. And I'm curious now if there are plans to use that with a new piece of CG. I wonder. But the thing is, is it's fascinating because you're right, in-game footage. So there are some spoilers for anybody who hasn't seen it and hasn't beaten yeah, the game. Yeah, and it's, you know, yeah, I don't just know be warned. anything huge, right? I mean, right. There's characters that we haven't seen for a while, but I mean, like you know, we have a feel like we knew that like we knew the empire was going to be coming back in some way, shape, or form. So it's like you see the emperor. It's not like oh my god, like where did he? You know, like we know, you know. Oh, like <laughs> the emperor. We forgot all about you yeah. while we were fighting for our lives. Last time we saw you, you <laughs> spat on a coffin. Um, but I mean, you know, like Alphano has a new wardrobe on, and uh, you know, little stuff here and there. Um, and we'll we'll talk a, a little bit about some of the stuff that we saw um, between that and uh, some of the other videos released. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, Dragon Song, Nobu Uematsu, uh, Susan Calloway doing the vocals again, um, like in Answers. Yeah, I was uh, excited to see that. Uh, she has such a great voice, and it was she does. Yeah, you know, it was really it was really well done because um, 
I was kind of, you know, there was a concern in my it, it, for me because obviously from the Vegas uh, reveal, they have that very high pitched, you know, almost opera like intro. I love um, that intro though. And it was good, but I'm saying like, is this going to be what the whole song, you know? The, and it's not like it's it's actually it's felt a, like it's it a really totally different. different. Yeah, and I'm and I'm mm-hmm. curious too. I mean. You know, we're talking about like, well, will Dragon Song be used with some kind of big CG video maybe at the, you know, the end of the expansion or something? Well, what about that other song now? <laughs> like, was it just a, like a track for the trailer? Is it going to be used anywhere else? Because, I mean, um, that that kind of theme in it um, is used a lot in Heaven's Word and some of the footage that we've seen. Um, it's, you know, it almost sounds like Soken kind of made up maybe, you know, four or five different themes and then just kind of remixed them for a bunch of dungeons, right? I mean, you know, you could hear little snippets of you know, familiar themes and, and a lot of the stuff that they showed. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, cause I really love that opening. I, like, I still get pumped up watching that, uh, that opening and the, and the teaser trailer just, Oh, so good. Dragoons, man. That's why everybody's getting hyped for heaven's word. It's all about the dragoons. Um, so yeah. And then, uh, lyrics on dragon song, uh, by our good buddy, Koji Fox and, uh, Kazutoyo Mehiro. So, uh, very cool stuff. Uh, I think Koji also did uh, lyrics for Answers, if I recall. I'm not sure about uh, Mahiro. Um, but also, um, after Dragon Song, uh, with the live letter, they went and started talking about some stuff. Um, they showed off some of the areas. Um, they showed off uh, the Falcon's Nest, which is in, um, uh, I think it's East, no, Western, West, Western Corthus Highlands now, I think. Yeah, well, they did the Western Highlands, and they also did uh, the Sea of Clouds, uh, where those are kind right. of the two zones that uh, people were also providing feedback, because there were a lot, you know, obviously a lot of articles that you know came out when they released, uh, when they lifted the... I forget what it's called, but it says that uh, you can't disclose they, until the embargo. When they, embargo. I was like, okay, okay whatever. When they open the floodgates, yeah. And so <laughs> uh, we got to see Falcon's Nest a little bit, which is kind of cool. Which you know was in 1.0. Um, it's a lot bigger now. Um, they also have a new uh, kind of aetherite there too, which is interesting to see. It's a new. Uh, it almost looks like a like a funnel cloud kind of. Um, but yeah, I mean they they flew around for a little bit. Um, they also explore a little bit of uh of Ishgard and uh at one point Yoshida kind of had to start sneaking around because he was just kind of exploring and he opens a door and there was some NPC that popped up and he's like oh crap like you weren't supposed to see that and he runs away and changes the camera real quick um but uh, yeah he walked around um both uh, foundation and pillars um so we got to check that out which is really cool so uh, they also showed a uh, dungeon video given uh, giving a preview of some of the new dungeons that are coming out uh, with heavens, where presumably all the all the ones that'll be in at launch, um, there's a lot of variety. There's a lot of different kind of environments. Um, yeah, there's there was pretty one, interesting one stuff. dungeon in particular. It had kind of like ice, like an ice cave, and like a kind of fiery looking cave. It was it was pretty cool. Um, we also got another a new look at uh, floating continent, which is really nice. Um, but uh, between um, this new dungeon video. Um, and some of the clips we saw from Dragon Song, there are a couple things um, I wanted to point out, which which is you know it's it might be might be leaning on uh, on the verge of, of lore crafting a little bit here, but um, in Dragon Song we see a scene where it almost looks like we're on trial. Um, there's you know these kind of two desks mm-hmm. and a big podium, and and Alf, you know, is is standing at the one as we walk in, um, and then one of the uh, one of the dungeons that uh, we see 
it looks like it's inside somewhere in Ishgard, um, almost like this kind of cathedral. Um, yeah, it looks like you're area. also fighting, you know, the Ishgardians. Yeah, you're fighting. Uh, you're fighting the knights. Or some some sect of Ishgardians. Are you know? Um, yeah, I'm, and I'm wondering when that's going to fall in the story. Yeah, and it's it's interesting too. I mean, you you know, they they show you the little little tour with the camera kind of going down the halls, and it's all these these Ishgardian knights. Um, and I'm I'm wondering. Um, because they also have this this cliff from it too, where you're kind of it look you know you're outside and there's kind of like clouds like right below you know kind of where you are like you're high up, and I'm wondering, um, they said that Dusk Vigil is going to be their first dungeon right, and that was they showed that that was the first one that they showed um, in the uh, the dungeon preview, um, but while they're walking around pillars, they also noted that um, pillars houses what they call the last vigil, which is, you know, kind of like the last stand, right? It's like, if crap goes down, like this is, you know, this mm-hmm. is it. This is this where, is where we run to. Yeah. yeah. yeah and stone vigil. Yeah. That would make sense. And, and I'm wondering, uh, yeah, I'm wondering if, if we're going to do a last vigil, um, dungeon, which would be interesting. You just, just go, you know, go around, do all the vigils, right? We already got stone vigil and, uh, now we'll have dusk vigil, maybe last vigil. Um, if, if we're right. Um, also, we already kind of mentioned this. We do see the Emperor. Um, he's uh, chilling up in the Sea of Clouds. There's a scene where um, I don't know if we're arriving there for the first time or if we're going there for a meeting. Uh, but we're on the Enterprise and uh, we get up there and uh, we see our good buddy that we've actually never met before. So we don't know if he's our buddy. He's probably not our buddy. It's going to be interesting to see what kind of role the Empire plays in, uh, in the overall game, um, especially because they were such an antagonist. But Really, what I'm seeing, I mean, and we could be completely wrong about it, but the, with the dragons and with you know the knights of the of the round table, essentially, like that seems to be the overall pivotal focus of this story. And so, is the empire coming? You know, are they going to come in more as instead of a uh, as a a conquering nation? Are they going to try to come in and you know conquer either via economics or you know because we got all kinds of chaos going on in Ulda. And mm-hmm. it would seem to me, I don't know, I mean, maybe I'm, I'm just making stuff up, that maybe it's not war, but it's the fact that they have all this strife within themselves. They have, they have an in, right? Stuff is kind yeah. of messed up. Like, we'll just kind of sneak in here. Yeah, and I mean, then that's. I, if you guys if, want peace and, and prosperity, you know, yeah. join the empire. You know, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm just making all of that up. This is pure speculation. And, you know, but. and that's, you know, that's not terribly unlike them you know they've done that kind of stuff before so mm-hmm. it would uh, from a you know just as a na- like sometimes nations conquer each other via sheer force sometimes it's via economics sometimes it's via politics uh you know so it's like there's all kinds of ways that are that are in and obviously he's a new empire we haven't seen all we've seen him is spit on the the you know coffin of his his you know father or predecessor or however that is his, his dad i think right yeah yeah which yeah. Is, is you know thanks dad you know <clears throat> but uh you know what kind of emperor is he going to be you know what are his goals and his motivations uh, i'm very interested and eager to find yeah. out what that is and having a meeting with him seeing that presence in the trailer got me all kinds of excited because for so long we've hated the empire i think we still should um but i, I want i still think guys is right oh yeah I, I, you know, he's all like, man, like we got to get rid of them primals, and for some reason we had an issue with that, even though that's like all we're that's doing. That's our now. same we're, goal. We're, it's you like know, we're fighting primals to you know farm lights to upgrade weapons, and you know, mm-hmm. you would think that a, a meeting would you know would have solved a lot of that conflict. You hate <laughs> the primals, we hate the primals. A you know, simple phone call. <laughs> we're not we're not huge fans. 
maybe maybe there's something we can do. Yeah, so it'll it'll be really interesting. Um, something else to note too, um, in that scene with the emperor, if you look on the right, um, there's I mean there's kind of in the back, you know, you have your generic you know Garlean soldier, but kind of on the on the forefront right next to him. Um, there's something, some guy in like black armor and it looks like he's got a great sword. So there's some kind of dark knight with that's, you know, kind of banded with, with the emperor. Um, you know, whether he's an imperial agent, um, whether it's some other character they're introducing, whether it's, you know, may, hey, maybe it's Gaius, you know, what the hell, why not? Um, back from the see. dead and he's, uh, picked up a bigger sword this time. Right. He'll be back. <laughs> he'll be back. He's not dead. Ma- imagine a gun, great sword. Like what the Empire would do with that. <laughs> oh gosh. Anyway. It'd be great. Um but yeah, so that's that's kinda interesting. Um another thing to note too, a lot of this is uh with floating continent. That's still kind of the big the big mystery, right, with, with Heaven's Word is what is floating continent? What are we gonna do on a floating continent? Mm-hmm. Um in Dragon Song, we see the Asians on a floating continent, which is mm-hmm. not good. Um a lot yeah, of we also see a lot of you know Alec, uh, you know uh, yeah. technology and things like that. So yeah, did they create the floating continent or did they just take it over? Right. Um, you know. So uh, yeah, there's just going to be so much lore. Y'all are uh, from on the lore cast. Y'all are going to be real busy. <laughs> oh, we're going nuts. Don't worry. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, at first, you know, they were like, "Hey, floating continent," and a lot of people were like, "Oh, so like this is the new twenty four man, right?" That was that was what everybody thought, um, myself included. Mm-hmm. Um, doesn't seem I like, like that that's it's going to be the case now. Yeah, I like it's, that it's, it's not a. It's something that we're going to probably. I'm hoping there's more to do than just like kill monsters on it. I hope that there's something like you know uh, some city or town that's up there that we can uh, we can visit and you know and, and continue to return to. Um, every zone, all the areas. You know, of course, they said that every zone is you know 50 to 100 percent bigger. Yeah. And then um, I don't, you know, forgive me if I'm jumping ahead on our outline, but. Uh, they did say it looks like that they're ending PS3 support at the that, end of the 3.0 that patches. That was actually a mistranslation. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I did not get that update. I apologize. I was going to say, like, wow. Oh, you know, that, yeah, that, that was that was a mistranslation. Oh, well, wait. Okay, so if somebody stopped right before They will be phasing that, out I, PS3 at some point, though. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, uh, it makes sense um, to maybe do it after 3.0. They did talk about, um, you know, with, with the PS3. Um, while developing 3.0, obviously if the areas are bigger, that's going to mm-hmm. and use up more resources on the PS3. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think specifically Yoshida mentioned um, flying around, you know, you might fly right past where a quest NPC is, but not see it because it hasn't had time to load yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they had to make tweaks. So like now maybe the, the actual model of the NPC won't load, but the name will be there. So you can, you know, so that'll still like kind of catch your eye when you're flying by on your, your Griffin or your black Chocobo or your fat ch- flying Chocobo, you know, whatever. Um, and so, I mean, just, just think about that. Uh, and, and, you know, you would assume that going forward, if, you know, now that they're, they're pushing these bigger areas, now that we can fly that chances are probably pretty decent that they're going to continue to do that with further updates and further expansions. Um, and so that's, you know, going to be straining the PS3. Um, so, you know, I mean, and, and he said before too, at some point PS3 support will drop. Um, whether that's after 3.0, whether it's after 4.0, we still don't know. Um, but it is a thing that is going to happen. Um, and that they, you know, and they said that, um, Oh, geez, like two years ago, I think that was back when we, we talked to him before the game even came out. He's like, you know, the game is built in a way that it's not dependent on PS3. It's not, you know, PS3 only architecture or anything like that. It's made on PC. It's ported to other consoles. 
if we want to take the game in a direction that the you know the consoles will no longer support, then we will no longer you know have it on the consoles, which is That's a very very smart decision. With you know considering the, the yeah. situation, eleven ended up getting put in. <laughs> exactly, and we don't want to avoid that because it's nice that the framework is built around the PC first, so it gives us uh, you know I think a lot of uh, room to be able to expand. Yeah, and so um, in in the Dragon Song uh, trailer, because uh, you know, and again. Um, the kind of purpose of what, what we're going to be doing on Float, Floating Continent hasn't been fully revealed. Um, but, you know, between the, the Dragon Song video and the dungeon trailer, um, it, it looks like there's going to be two dungeons um, based on Floating Continent mm-hmm. um, or something that looks an awful lot like Floating Continent or something else elegant because, you know, it's one of those things. It's definitely elegant. Um, but we also see the Asians up there. Um, which means it's not kind of, you know, a lot of people are thinking, oh, it's like the new Crystal Tower. But that was a side thing. And, you know, it had its own little side story. But if the Asians are here, that's how you know something's going down. And it's definitely main scenario related. Main scenario. The, the thing, though, is that we uh, and and forgive me if, if I'm wrong, but we haven't actually seen what this new, you know, uh, you know, 24 man we haven't yeah, raid Ray is it's that it's still you know, we, we've we've seen alexander we were obviously assuming at some point that uh floating continent was that but we haven't seen that so that's still yet to be revealed and that's i mean pretty interesting <laughs> yeah and um, it's you know it could be you know a million things i and it's funny too because you know they you shoot a debunk the the floating continent rumor he's like i don't want you know, there to be this this idea that oh hey it's this thing from another final fantasy that's the 24 man raid right um, but at the same time, um, just based on um, some of the the elements in Heaven's Word, there's a lot of stuff from four, right? I mean, mm-hmm. like you have Dark Knight, you have the Cecil yeah. Helm, you have the Kane Minion, um, you have the the new Monk AF, which looks a lot like the stuff from four. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I was almost thinking, I mean, and it, and it sounds a little crazy. What if, what if they did? Uh, what if what if we go to the moon, right? Like. <laughs> Now, yeah, I wouldn't put that heavens past word, you because, like, you're, because you're right. You know, the <laughs> heavens. There's multiple heavens. Um, that would be pretty stellar. But and, then that also know, goes against what he said. So, the um, at some point, I think that would be neat. I mean, we've already had a moon theme in the falling and Del mode. You know, mm-hmm. um, you know, crashing. You know, into us. We still have. You know, obviously the moon up there. Um, I think at some point that would be interesting. The the argument I'd make that would be counter to it. Is if we go to the moon before we go to uh, you know El Mingo or Lamingo? Heck, what is it? Alamigo. Al- Alamigo. Son of a gun! <laughs> it's been that long since I've given a crap Drink, about. Have some more coffee, Al-Mingo. friend. It's Alamigans. There we go. I was like, why am I thinking that? Um, you know, if we go there, if we, like imagine yeah. going to the moon before going to the, well, that, you you know, know, the that, grocery that same, store down the street. That same thing. <laughs> I can't swim, but I'm gonna go to the moon. Mm-hmm. You know, so uh, that would be that would be fascinating. I would be very interested in obviously what kind of approach. And if they did it, I'd be cool with it because that was a really cool uh, process of Final Fantasy IV. There's also, uh, I think, a heavy. uh, I'm seeing a lot of six influence. Um, Obviously, from the armor and then the designs, like you said, there's a heavy four influence, and that's pretty exciting. Yeah, and I mean, going back to to floating continent, right? Um, We do get. Um, a tour of what looks like it's going to be two separate dungeons on Floating Continent. Um, mm-hmm. And in that, um, one of the things we do we do see kind of in, um, for anybody that's done Coil without spoiling anything, really, there's like the dragons in the tubes, right? 
Mm-hmm. Um, and in the the dungeon video here, we see um, some Ixal in tubes, and it's and it's not just like oh, they're just like some Ixal, just just chilling. They're actually like original um, Ixal because they have their wings still, which right. uh, I think kind of hints at the age um, of of floating Hana and just how old it is. Additionally, um, going back to you know talking about six, um, it, and this was actually in the tour of the North video, and I had never noticed it. Um, until they just recently put out some new images. Uh, and one of them is artwork of the Warring Triad from mm-hmm. Six, which yeah. is huge. It's going to be, I think, the next, uh, you know, when the, when the story's released and we're sitting here in, in July or, you know, August, et cetera, um, you know, we'll obviously know a lot more, but uh, I am more, I think, excited for 3.0 than I than I was for 2.0 mm-hmm. um, because of the expansion of the lore. Because it's you know we've kind of had this been in the same area, and this is you know we're expa- obviously expanding beyond that. And to find out more about the Ixal, maybe we'll be able to find out you know uh, why they've lost you know why they lost their feathers or you know what was life mm-hmm. like back then. You know because we're going to be able to yeah. see them in the tubes and um, this connection with the past. It, it's just, I think, um, there's a lot of stuff they can touch on if, if oh, they, yeah. if they deem necessary, you know? Um, mm-hmm. and it's, it's also interesting too. I mean, you talk about being more excited for heaven's word than 2.0. Um, but one of the things, and it, it just kind of, you know, it's one of those thoughts that just popped into my head. Um, you know, with 2.0, they redid a lot of stuff. You know, the, the zones got changed up a little bit and stuff, but with mm-hmm. 3.0, we're still, they're still doing that. They're still, unlocking older 1.0 zones when you think about it. I mean, we're getting, you know, yeah, Western Western and, and mm-hmm. Eastern Corthus Highlands and stuff. And it's kind of like, so it's, it's like finalizing the, you know, like the, the, it's like the full convert, right. From, from 1.0 to, to the new game. Um, and then a couple other areas sprinkled on top of it. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that will be, um, most likely in my opinion, uh, the last bit of, you know, the 1.0 like zones and stuff uh, tying into that because um you know even after 3.0 and the subsequent patches because if we assume a similar you know patch cycle mm-hmm. um you know we're gonna you know we're probably not getting any new zones but we're gonna kind of you know obviously get more story taking place in the existing uh, I, I would think that the the next logical place would be uh to go uh you know east towards yeah. um you know almingo and um find out exactly what's going on there and that will i mean <laughs> yeah i'm so glad we're getting uh you know to go to ishgard but uh wow like i i remember being you know in 1.0 and then the like the first big patch like every you know in like in november that fixed a lot of the issues running out there to see if like did they open it up like maybe they didn't tell us that they, you know <laughs> right and it's like i wonder when we're gonna go there and it's like okay it's gonna be a long time and now that's happening um yeah there's it, always it is that. been that question of, of mm-hmm. you know, from even from back for 1.0, it's like, when are we going to go to Ishgard? When are we going to go to Alamingo? Yeah. Uh, I mean, obviously, I think people were, were, um, were more focused on Ishgard simply because we could already kind of we could see it. be there in a way, right? We were right outside the gate. Um, mm-hmm. But Alamingo was definitely on the same level of, um, you know, places that we know existed. Um, mm-hmm. There's stuff going it, on there. And it played a kind of a key part into that 1.0 story of all these people who've been displaced who are resisting the empire you know um as exiles and so we really haven't kind of picked up on that whole story and i'm wondering you know um if any of that's going to continue it's it's gotta yeah and and i think it will um and i think 
um, with the story. Obviously, there's some stuff happening in Old Da right now, um, and I think that'll kind of play into that a little bit. And I think once once we're done with 3.0, I think whatever's going on in Old Da, something will kind of lean in and help transition um, towards whatever you know. 4.0, I think 4.0 is probably going to go east. I think it's going to have Alamigo. Um, potentially swimming. I think that was the you know mm-hmm. next expansion. We go well, up. Next, that you know, could that could that, be also open down. up a lot of these existing zones to be able to go and say, hey, you know, you know that big lake, jump on in now, and, uh, well, and, and you welcome. know, you know, and, and in that regard too. Um, I mean, because right now with with Heaven's Word, one, one of the big things we're adding is flying mounts, um, mm-hmm. and that's for th- only for for three areas. Um, you know, if if they go and then they add like, yeah, like we're gonna let people like swim. Okay, well, is that only in new areas? Is that in which, you know, which areas is it? I mean, it's it. You know, it, it might get to the point where, you know, maybe 4.0 drops. It's like three new areas, but then they revamp all the older areas. So all the 2.0 areas you can fly in now. You can swim in now. Now you can swim in. You know, 3.0. You know, it's it's a possibility. And I think Yoshida mentioned that mm-hmm. um, they were, yeah, you know, yeah. entertaining the idea of going back and adjusting at least the the 2.0 areas for um, for flying mounts. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, it's one of those things where they have kind of a rough idea of where the game is for for the next couple of years. And if they do want to do some kind of like swimming thing, you know, they wouldn't go and redo all this stuff and then have to go back and do it again. You know, like right. silly. So yeah. we'll we'll see what happens there. But yeah, I think I think that'll be where they're going next. But uh, lots of cool stuff on Floating Continent. Mm-hmm. Um, Warring Triad, Ixal and Tubes, Asians. So there's a lot of stuff going on. Um, I am actually working on a Lorecraft piece, uh, talking about some of this. Of course, the, the more I see, like you know, I'm kind of like, oh, maybe that's not the case. I don't, you know. <laughs> so we'll we'll see if I actually end up uh, getting some solid uh, theory together here to, to post this. So uh, the, the, the nice thing about it. all of this is that people don't have to wait long. We're yeah three weeks for you know uh, it's soon yeah. it's very Plus, very yeah, soon. Wait. it's gonna be here before we know it and there's i mean just june for video for video games all in general you know you got e3 you got a lot of stuff coming yeah. out um lots of promotion it's uh it's gonna be it's gonna be a fast uh it's gonna be a fast time because yeah. every week we're gonna be hearing all kinds of new information about every, all exciting things so yeah and uh we will be doing a lore cast um or in a lore train um, about um, 3.0's uh, main scenario quests. Um, we did it uh, previously here with uh, Before the Fall, uh, um, and uh, we think that's a really good idea to kind of, because uh, poor Anwell, um, I mean, you know, he had his original piece, the uh, Resident Fall, the White Raven, which is our big 1.0 recap, um, and he worked on that sucker for months and months and months. Um, and, you know, then he started working on a Realm Reborn recaps, which also took a long time. Um, and so in the future, we're going to just kind of tackle each patch as they come. Um, and so we're definitely going to be doing a 3.0, I think, at some point here. Um, we don't know when. Um, you know, Obviously, we want people to be able to experience it for themselves mm-hmm. um, and, and get a chance to do that. Um, and there's going to be more in three, you know, in the, in the initial 3.0 launch than you know, a, a traditional patch would have. So uh, we we don't know you know how you know is it like two weeks three weeks you know how do we want to face it like <laughs> what, when is it not get, spoiler territory yeah they said it's much, like right? in and of itself it's a fifty hour standalone yeah. RPG in an MMO um, you know <laughs> counting for work and life and having to you know uh, and then sift through all the dialogue to find those little teeny hints that mm-hmm. only Onwell can well 
and that was the beauty of some of those, like just those quests, just the humor and the, the localization team uh, has yeah. done just such a terrific job. You don't want to skip over it, you know? And the nice thing is, is that obviously the, the Alexander is not going to be out for two weeks. So, it, you know, not out until July at least. And so uh, giving people that kind of they, time they to do that. So people, will, so people won't want to rush through yeah. the storyline. Yeah. And that's like, Oh man, like, you're missing, gonna, you're missing one of, of, of one of the great pillars of this final fantasy game is that, yeah, not only is it about gear not only is it online, you're playing with your friends. It's got a great story, you know, it's got great lore, um, you know, and it's, it's fun, you know? So it's like, you kind of, you kind of almost throw out like a, a, one of the big supporting mechanisms of it is enjoying the story uh, because I always you all, and you always know who those guys are or, or, mm. or girls is that when you're doing something and you're like oh yeah this is like this and they're like what are you talking about <laughs> <laughs> oh that's why we're doing this over and over and over again well, well yeah. and, and going <laughs> off of uh, some of the stuff that happened in, in 2.5 I mean you know watch your cutscenes otherwise you'll be like where did that one character go like why haven't yeah. I seen them lately it's oh been, uh, yeah. <laughs> I see it's, it's 5.0 <laughs> and someone's like has anybody seen the Sultana. Yeah, like what happened ooh, in the Nanamo? Oh, it still hurts. <laughs> Rob Bond just like gives you like the same guy, like really? Yeah, Ass. exactly. Like it's like she's <laughs> I with was my in arm. jail. And, yeah. <laughs> oh man. Um, moving along here, um, they also talked about job adjustments, um, which is probably going to end up being the majority of the show. Obviously, you know, mm-hmm. there's a lot of jobs, and we're going to talk about every single one of them. Um, Yoshida kind of favored Black Mage a little bit. He likes Black Mage, so he kind of spent forever talking about Black Mage. Uh, their it, first his his video and on what he was talking about makes I like I I love my Black Mage, but I I always play Summoner, and I was like, oh man, I want to. <laughs> I'm definitely gonna have. He's to like, have we have a lot to Black talk Mage. about, but because I like Black Mage, we're gonna spend more time talking about Black Mage. And I was like, well, I mean, I, I guess you have the right to do that, you know. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I'd rather you spend more time talking about Dragoon, but that's just me. I felt uh, like uh, they they've they've teased that like some big adjustments are coming to Dragoon, but from what they kind of showed, it was like well, I mean they they didn't really like show him running around as it. I was like, well, I mean, I guess we're gonna still we're still in a wait and see on really. I mean, how what, it completely what changes. It is, and 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 this is really the case for most of the jobs is they're adding some type of second form or stance or something that you'll just kind of, you know, alternate between that and whatever you're in like rotation is now more or less. Right. Um, but let's, let's get into this black mage. Uh, one of their new abilities is called ley lines. Uh, it is a stationary buff that you place on the ground. Um, and when the caster stands inside of it, they'll gain a 15% haste bonus. Um, then this this is all from the official forums too. So I don't know if haste means just fifteen percent, you know, across the board. If that's just spell speed. If that's you know spell speed and you know you know I don't know. Um, <laughs> you're you're fifteen percent faster whacking. They just, they just say your, they just say your haste, rod, which you're not going to be doing. Bonus. We don't currently have a haste bonus, right? So I right. don't know what that means. Um, due to this though, depending on how long you're able to stay inside the circle, the damage capability will uh, change. So. Um, when you step outside the circle, it's going to disappear. So it's basically you cast the circle and you stand in it. And the longer you stand in it, the more damage you'll do and you'll be able to go faster and stuff. Um, yeah, there's it, definitely that positive and negative because, you know, okay, I'm going to put this down, but there's a long recast on uh, the ability. So if you, all of a sudden you have to run out of it, 
you know, it, it, there is that, you know, there, I think that kind of that bat, that risk reward mm-hmm. because of it because it's like, okay, I'm going to put it down. And then, you know, as long as you don't have to run out of it, I think it, it's, it's a fairly decent size. So, yeah, and that's, that's yeah. something that a lot of people, they're like, oh, like, you know, it's going to suck for all these things where you got to move. Well, it's, it's you know, the circle that you, you pop down for late lines, it's a decent enough size that, I mean, if, if you're familiar with whatever fight you're doing, you're, you know, you'll know patterns and stuff and you'll be able to put it in a spot where, you know, if you like Titan, for example, right, you'll know he's going to be doing his stuff. Well, if you, you know, put it in a certain spot, you know, you can still be in your circle and dodge at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously, you know, some fights are, you know, like Titan Extreme, for example. I mean, that might get a little crazier. Um, and that's that's just kind of the way it is. Right. I mean, that's yeah, that's it's risk back. reward because it's not this general. Here's haste on me. But it's like, OK, yeah. here's this. You know, here's haste. Great. Okay, you know, but but yeah, and, and you know on the on the on the plus side too, there's there's other fights where like you just stand there in the same spot. Stand there all time, day, it's right? Like, so don't need to I move mean, at yeah. all. Just <laughs> yeah, I mean one one you know one ability isn't going to cater to every single fight perfectly, right? It's you know strategy, people. You got to strategize. Um, another new ability for Black Mage: Sharp Cast. Um, when you use the next spell that you use, will have a uh, guaranteed proc. So um, you'll want to use that with uh, Thunder Fire. So that's kind of nice to see. Mm-hmm. Get a nice, uh, nice strong thunder uh, dot going with that. Um, Enochian, Enochian. Uh, I've heard it Enochian, but Enochian. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, Enochian. <laughs> well, <don't, laughs> I'm a butcher of words. Yeah, I was gonna say you're like the king of pronunciation. Um, <laughs> Ala Flamingo or what? What was that city? Oh name? my gosh! Yeah, it's like <laughs> it makes me think I, of. I influence a whole generation of Final Fantasy fans, and they all pronounce something wrong. It makes of me, me think of the uh, <laughs> the companies you can like rent the pink flamingos from for people's birthdays, and you like put them out on your lawn. <laughs> That's going to be Alamigo in, in 4.0, mm-hmm. just a bunch of flamingos exactly. outside at somebody's birthday. What's um, cool about like Enochian is that essentially they say it completely changes up your, your your circle. So when you're using it, you get a 30-second buff, and a while under the effect, that's when you're able to cast Fire 4 and Blizzard 4. Um, and so, I, yeah, it's like it's it's fascinating. Once you go into you can go into more detail Um I see you've got some written down yeah, there. Yeah, so so when you have this ability active, you'll have access to a Fire 4 and a Blizzard 4. It's basically, it's like, hey, here's some Tier 4 nukes for you. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll also have to have Astral or Umbral um, effects, right? So like mm-hmm. if you cast Fire, you're going to need to have Astral Fire, um, which makes sense. Um, you don't get that um, if you use Fire 4 or Blizzard 4. You don't get stacks of, of Astral or Umbral. So you'll need to get those stacks first, then pop an Oki, and then you can do your Tier 4s. Um, furthermore, they say um, that you can also lengthen the effect duration of an Okian by casting Blizzard 4, kind of like, you know, you kind of cycle through and you use Blizzard, mm-hmm. kinda, you know. Um, so every time you lengthen it, the effect um, will become five seconds shorter. So, I mean, at some point it will stop, but you can if, you know, while you're kind of going back and forth through your rotation and everything, uh, mm-hmm. you will be able to kind of draw it out a little bit. Um, there will be a lot of ways to maintain that effect uh, with the existing abilities. Um, such as casting Blizzard 4 with a swift cast. So, uh, which is kind of interesting, you know, seeing them. Because, I mean, right now, and, and you know, I'm not an expert black mage, but black mage is like 43, right? But swift cast, it's kind of one of those things you're like, I feel like casting this slightly faster just because, like, you know, like from, my, from what I've played with it, it's not one of those things where, you know, if you're on a healer, you're like, that dude died, you know, he's up, <laughs> you know, you want to get him up right away. Um, but uh, it's, so it's nice that, that, you know, we'll have something like that that would play more of a, 
a role um, in kind of like your standard rotation, right? Right. Um, and they say that you know you'll gradually learn all these things as you make your way from fifty to through fifty nine. Um, and then level sixty is when you learn Enochian, um, and that's when how the the way that the job is played is gonna you know kind of largely change. It's like right now where you know leveling up, you're just kind of like all right, like you know I have this whatever gear. And, you know, I'm just kind of mashing whatever. And then once you hit cap, that's when you're like, all right, now I'll get the good gear. Now I'll figure out a good rotation, you know, before you're just kind of whatever. And it's not a big deal yet. Right. So next up is Paladin. Uh, I'm excited for this. As a, somebody like I, I don't want to say I main Paladin because I think I, but he is um, one of the tanks that I focused in on because I've got both my tanks that, you know, when essentially I'm going to have to level up Dark Knight now. But uh, Paladin's been the main one I've really kind of used <laughs> to, to, to short-circuit uh, all the, the waiting <laughs> for uh, for cues. And so it's like I've definitely felt like when you get into those eight-mans and you have two Paladins and one's tanking, it's just kind of like, okay, I've got great survivability, but I'm not you know, outputting as much damage, damage. as I, I'd that? like. Yeah, and it's like I'm loving what they were talking about with the additional combos coming to the Paladin to make them um, – more, more, just more versatile, you mm-hmm. know, and and uh, having the he has got a dot uh, combo now, um, so you'll still obviously rage a uh, you know Halone for uh, building up enemy, but now you can do a dot and you can do a, a damage, um, and he's got some more party based buffs because the one thing that I really was disappointed with uh, that they didn't keep from 1.0 was you when you used to rampart, there was a buff you had that would apply to your party members as well, mm-hmm. so you could have essentially effectively kind of buff everybody. Um, and it helped kind of generate enemy, uh, and, uh, aggro or whatever. Uh, <laughs> gosh, I just flamingos. It. it helped generate flamingos. flamingos. <laughs> Got to get those flamingos. But now, like you get, you're getting divine veil, and uh, and essentially, whenever you receive a cure, it's going to put a protective barrier around those in your party. And it felt, I, I was, I felt like that's the one kind of thing that Paladin was missing in 2.0 was this ability to. Kind of help buff at those. He's got cover, sure, but you know, kind of help also buff those that are around him. Mm-hmm. And I think that's going to add to bringing you know them, uh, you know, up to kind of like being excited that especially if you're dealing with a lot of melee guys who are, um, you know, if you got a, a melee heavy party that's up up close to uh, yeah. the target, this will help. I think do not just damage mitigation for you, but for everybody else, and which ties directly into some of the things I'm excited about White Mage. But we still got Paladin to talk <laughs> yeah. about. So, so. That, uh, that action is Divine Veil. So yeah. um, when it's active, if you get a cure, uh, the nearby members will receive a barrier effect. So it's like kind of like uh, what is that? Edloquium that gives you the barrier, right? Yeah. Um, so it's it's maybe something kind of similar similar to that, um, and they say yeah. Right now, I mean, a lot of paladins are using the the Ridge of Halon combo. However, they're introduced combos that'll derive from Savage Blade and Riot Blade to give you guys more damage options. Um, so in main tanking, for example, they say you know you'll go through the your Halon combo to get enemy, and then you'll use combos that include uh, yeah your DOT effects. Um, and then after you get enmity, um, you know, we'll have a different combo that maybe might do a little more damage or something now, which is nice. Um, they're also going to be having some skills that'll block enemy attacks, which, okay. <laughs> you have a shield, I guess that makes sense, right? Um, and by using that, you'll be able to use, utilize a shield swipe more effectively. So that's nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, warrior. Um, this is, this is actually a pretty big change for, for warrior. And again, you know, kind of earlier we mentioned, um, this idea of kind of having another mode or stance or whatever for every job. Um, Warrior right now 
Um, they have the their defiance. Yeah, they have defiance. I was trying to think of the I'm like something. In defiance, and they, and they yeah they generate wrath stacks. So whenever you're not in defiance. You have these abilities that you can't either trigger or you don't kind yeah. of get the bonus from you either, it. You either and, have your defensive stuff on mm-hmm. or you do, you know, like the same combo over and over again. Mm-hmm. And this is the making it where, okay, now you have your, your damage stance and then you, you're going to generate uh, Abandon or, or Abandon. <laughs> um, is the, that uh, supposed to be Abandon? I don't know. <laughs> on their part. Yeah, I think it's abandoned, right? So you have Wrath and Abandoned. And basically... It's, it would make sense, yeah. It's a toggle. Like, Paladin has, you know, Sword Oath and Shield Oath. This is kind of the same thing, right? Where Warrior has uh, Defiance, and now they have Deliverance. Um, and the nice thing about this, too, and it's it's similar to Wrath, right, with Abandoned. You can get five stacks of it. Um, but when you switch stances, the stacks that you have generated will be maintained. Um, and so you'll be able to switch between Wrath and Abandoned, which is really nice. Yeah. Very handy, especially if something goes south. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> down, all right, I'm picking it up. You know, it's like, great. <laughs> <laughs> also going to have skills, kind of like Wrath. Um, there will be skills that consume abandon, as well as self-healing abilities. So, for all you warriors uh, out there. Path or something, yeah. I want to heal yourself. There you go. Um, also, they're going to get a new ability, uh, Raw Intuition. Um, that'll guarantee a parry when receiving an attack from the front. However... Uh, if you're attacked from other angles, the attacks will deal critical damage. Uh, they say, well, that is somewhat of a risk. It is a powerful ability when used properly. So, and, and you know, and again, this kind of goes back to the, you know, we were talking about the Black Mage and having to stand in the circle and stuff. There's, you know, these kind of risk-reward type um, abilities that may or may not apply, you know, to, to everything, right? Right. Uh, and Dark Knight. Obviously, we don't know a lot about Dark Knight. It's, it's new yet. We haven't played it. Um, but, uh, they also have, um, two stances, right? You have, uh, dark side, which is going to be your attack based, uh, stance. Um, and when you're using dark side, um, it's going to deplete your MP. So while you're in that, you won't be able to receive MP healing support from party members either. Mm-hmm. So all you bards out there that like ballad, you might go and do some solos because I don't think Dark Knights are going to be wanting to listen to it. Uh, <laughs> the, um, the yeah, they, I, that's really interesting because they did say that Dark Knight was going to be an MP, you know, intensive, uh, you know, yeah. uh, you know, class. So I, I'm I, at least in my mind, and this might not have any impact, but I'm I'm hearing thinking piety <laughs> you know dark sides you know dark yeah, nights yeah. like looking for that for, looking for that piety just so you can you know continue to keep your mp up yeah and you know and it's it's one of those things but they're also a dark here they're also you know i mean piety would increase the duration of dark side but dark side is attacking so do you want strength but it's also a tank so maybe vit like <laughs> i'll be curious to see what, what people do with that i mean i i got a feeling a lot of people are going to be you know kind of tweaking maybe they'll they'll split their their bonuses three ways or you know who knows um but uh they say it'll be important to switch between um this and uh grit which is the uh tanking uh version and when you're in that stance it'll be easier to gain enmity um so there you go there's also an ability um which is similar to home gang um, called Living Dead. Um, and we got from this, this is, while, when you pop this, um, 
you know, you can take a bunch of attacks, right? You basically, you can't die, right? It's your, you're kind of like, oh crap, move. Mm -hmm. But if you don't get fully healed while this effect is up, you're going to die. Right. So that's interesting. It scares me. <laughs> and it's it's interesting, right? It, because it, it's like, got there's got to be a ma have? you're going to want to have a macro or something tied to it so you're like but, wake yeah, up please, healers please, please, I need you know God. benediction or whatever well, and it's, and it's you know, interesting too, right? Because I mean on one hand, you know, you're you know initially reading this you're like why do they have an ability that kills them? But it's an ability that prevents you to survive attacks that would normally kill you anyway. <laughs> so the that, question though is how <laughs> quickly do you need to be healed like what is yeah, that kind know, of, you know, because if it's if it's like 30 seconds or heck if it's like 60 oh. seconds 60 seconds like, well, what, i mean how long how long does empowered. does uh does uh there's like home gang or uh or uh, is, it, is it invincible on paladin is that what it's called yeah paladin no 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 hollow ground or right yeah yeah. No, it has it has a like it's either called hologram, but essentially it makes you invincible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking that's about, a that's a fifteen second buff. I don't play tanks uh, enough, so maybe it's fifteen seconds, right? That yeah. would be fair. Oh man, but fifteen seconds seems pretty quick. If because like I can use invincible, but I'm going to live once it wears off. That's uh, true. Hopefully. Well, I, you know, and that's you know, and that there's got to be some kind of balance because it's like what? all of a sudden it's like oh wait, you know that's. Um, anyway, who knows? We'll we'll, and that's we'll, the we'll thing, know. Too, right? I mean, weeks. you know, now now we'll have you know, three tanks and, you know, right now we have, you know, we have Paladin, which is, you know, Sword of Shield Oath, and now we have Warrior, which is just Defiance. <laughs> um, and there's, you know, there's pros and cons to each of them, right? And we're going to have that even even further now with, with the Dark Knight and, and the way that they operate. But the idea is, and, and I think Yoshida um, was the one that said this before, the idea is that, you know, each job brings something unique to the table, right? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, there's parody. There's yeah, there's they don't want something, um, you know, they don't want content that says, OK, you have to have a paladin to do this. No, no, no. You can do it with any tank. You know, maybe maybe the the community uh, strategy of choice involves a paladin. Right. But I mean, it, they're all designed in a way that you can, you know, if you need a tank, any tank can fill that role. Right. Mm -hmm. It's just that they have little things that they do differently. They've done a good job at that, really, to this point. Um, I'm not saying that it's going to, to change with the, what they're talking about with 3.0, but um, I've never felt like, you know, I can't do something or that when I get into a duty finder, I look over and I go, oh, gosh, we've got a, you know, a scholar, you know, it's or a white mage it's or, you know, whatever the the, the job is. It's, you know, I've never felt – I know people do have, like, preferences, especially some, you know, they got to the – comparison between scholar and white mage on their damage output but um essentially it was it, you never sit here and you're like all right i'm dropping or vote kick this guy because he's a you know a, right. a dragoon or a summoner and so that is really positive because both of us having come from 11 a lot of people coming from 11 you would see those shouts going here's what we're doing and here's what we need and if you're not a part of any of that yeah. yeah do not apply <laughs> yeah i mean and it's you know it's it's one of those things where and you know there's always been that oh well this dps is the best dps well yeah but if you're really good at this other like job like you know it's comparative like you know if mm -hmm. you know if, if you're good at playing your job you know it you you know you can stand right up there with you know whatever people you know would be considered to, to be the best dps it's all it all comes down to to skill and i mean i go obviously geared to some part right but i mean if you if you have a solid you know 
state of mind doing your rotations like perfectly like you can you know any any job can do can do good damage so um and of course the best job ever dragoon <laughs> the, the only change they're really making right is they're just adjusting the uh lock animation <laughs> they're giving us a, they're giving us a whole expansion pack of revolving around us lock uh animation. blood of yeah. the dragon <laughs> Uh, this is a main feature. It, it's kind of like Black Mage's uh, Enochian in, in, in some respects. Um, so when you pop Blood of the Dragon, you'll be able to use a fancy action after the full thrust and chaos thrust combos. Um, so you can use, you, you basically unlock a fourth ability that you can use to make those current three-step combos a four-step combo. Um, I'm wondering what that is going to entail, especially like talking about Enochian and talking about this four stage combo. Like, is that another ability you put on your bar that becomes active or is that saying, oh, you've done this and now, you know, it basically acts as a proc that, you know, you can use any ability well, and it's and, doing four. And what know, they, I, they say too here, um, there's also going to be an action that will consume Blood of the Dragon. And mm-hmm. so you can pop it, you can do your four stage combo and then you kind of, you can expend it. Mm-hmm. Um, into another attack, um, and then I don't, you know, I have no idea what kind of like recast or, or whatever we're looking at for that. But mm-hmm. um, so they hope that you know Dragon's rolls a DPS uh, will get buffed up by this, and they're also looking at making adjustments to the animation locks for jumps, which is it's it's just one of those things. It's like yeah, we made some adjustments, but maybe we should go back and adjust it some more. You know, it's like they're never, they're never <laughs> I quite. Need to, I need to level up my dragoon. Maybe maybe that's what I'm going to spend oh, June you on. Go. You know, just because I'm only level 20. I'm, oh, I have like, <laughs> what? I've got all, all these other classes. Like, it's just kind of like, it got to the point where I just love playing, you know, um, all my other 50s. And I was like, okay, so it was always Bard and um, Dragoon and Monk that I was like, I'll get to them. And then I've almost got barred to 50, Terrible. and then I just kind of was like, all right. And then now Ninja came out, and I'm like, I'll do that too. And then I've been <laughs> taking this break. So maybe maybe I uh, – just talking about especially all these these jobs makes me just want to be like fire up the PS4, kick back on the couch this afternoon and, there you go. and grind. Anyway, um, <laughs> go, go ahead. I cut you off. That'll, uh, that'll be going back to Bard now. Oh, yeah. They're getting a new song, uh, The Wanderer's Minuet. Uh, which is, what which I like is about this. really Go- fun for all the people that were so pissed about uh, ley lines, right? And having yeah. to stand still. <laughs> well, yeah, it, but the nice thing about this is that you can have this song and you can have other songs on. So it's like you can mm-hmm. use this in conjunction. But the the big, I guess, the big risk versus reward is it turns off your auto attack so you're not as mobile. And the, the thing that's important for people to remember is it's not like you have to have this on. I think yeah. this just gives you that ability of saying, you know what? I'm standing pretty still. Like we're not moving a lot. Um, I'm gonna pop this and be even more damage centric. I'm gonna be able to do even more damage. And then, oh my goodness, chaos! I need to be running. Well, let me turn that off, and then I'm still being able to move and do damage. You know, yeah. so it's like you. I think it really gives you the flexibility of, and it kind of makes sense in my opinion. Where, um, you know, if you could stand in one spot, you could actually be more focused to be able to put more output. You know, mm-hmm. rather than – and then if you're like, oh, I need to be mobile, you, it gives you the best, best of both worlds. The question I, we have yet to see though is that how mu- how big of an impact – I would assume yeah, that I mean, how it's big going of an to be obvious. And, and you know, what kind of duration because it's a song, right? Songs are yeah. usually there till your MP is gone, but this doesn't consume MP. So, you know, I mean – why wouldn't you just leave this on all the time, right? Like, I, you know, I'll be curious to see, you know, getting to play with it and seeing how exactly it works. But 
I mean, this is, you know, and, and the same thing for, for ley lines, right? You know, I'll, you, and I'll use Titan, right? Titan's kind of the, the, dodge, the dodge fight, right? <laughs> um, he does landslide, you know, right as he does that, you step to the side, you cast disability or you cast ley lines, you know, right after you've done a dodge, you know, right, you know, you know, you'll have a little bit of downtime um, mm-hmm. to make the most out of it. Um, so, yeah, we'll, we'll see. I'm curious how that, that works. We'll we'll work the with you know the kind of fine tuning and, and and all that stuff. Um, we're also getting That's, Sidewinder, yeah, which is really cool. That should be cool. The uh, the important thing I guess that's going to you know be have yet to be seen is that when people kind of learn how to use it, you know we're gonna they're gonna want to see you know that it's that it definitely has that benefit versus the yeah. you know the the reward. And I can see that you know if it only adds you know a couple hundred extra damage. You might be like, uh, I I don't want to bother with it, but you know, if all of a sudden you're like, oh my gosh, I'm you know I'm destroying these things, uh, I think that's where you'll see people get excited, and you're absolutely right. Like, oh, I got a dodge, I know I can stand still. Yeah, pop. There's there's bam, definitely bam, bam. definitely a balance to it. Um, yeah, and you know, and and they they tell us kind of what it is, but they don't tell us how exactly it works, right? They don't give us the finer details of it. Um, and so that'll be kind of one of those, you know, once it comes out, we'll <laughs> we'll have to see how that works out. Um. And then Sidewinder, uh, we're getting here too, um, is a special physical attack that will increase the effect of dots that are already applied to enemies. So you'll pop your your Venomous Bite and your, uh, shoot. Windbite. Windbite. I'm like, yeah. it's it's the blue icon that also adds a dot. Um, <laughs> and, and it'll buff that up a little bit. So it's kind of that sounds, and it's not exactly the same, but it kind of sounds uh, like a little bit of the summoner. Um, you know, we have that. Like faster? Uh, yeah, like Fester, yeah. even though it's that, you know, it's not like a big hit, but it's, you know, it's just enhancing that that ability or essentially, you know, uh, Garuda, Eggy, you know, her uh, ability that makes, you know, Contagion that it, makes it. It's like one of those things, it's like, like, you know, you have them there anyway, you might as well, you know, yeah. Well, it. and we've also heard, and, you know, and correct me if I, you know, this is mistranslation, I wasn't up to date, but uh, we also heard that, like, uh, healing over time, your dots, essentially uh, the spell speed and, uh, yeah, that is, was. Is, uh, that's essentially going to be buffed, in, in perhaps through these dots. So we might see that, mm-hmm. uh, you know, those stats kind of having an impact on this would be will be an interesting thing. So yeah, that was we're, mentioned, um, and I'm trying to remember when. It's back like in January. Like it's been a while. It was a while uh, ago. Yeah, the the mm-hmm. the discussion, if I recall, it was about summoner. Because um, you know, summoner. Well, sp- you know, everybody's like spell speed. And summoner spell speed. is summoner, and so people were asking about you know what kind of changes can we expect to see to summoner. And Yoshida had made a reference that um, they're looking at maybe spell speed will affect uh, affect dots in some way. Um, I, that would make sense to me, you know. And, and they got to be careful not to just and and you know looking at lane lines now, it's they got to be careful not to just do haste, right? Um, mm-hmm. That was one of the biggest problems with Final Fantasy XI. Once they added haste, that's all people wanted on gear was haste. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's like how much haste do I get? How much? It's like haste? this. This thing has haste. I don't. You know, one percent. You know, regardless of you know if my previous thing had like plus you know fifteen strength or whatever, that one haste eventually is gonna make me be doing more damage, right? So, mm-hmm. yeah, they gotta be really over the course scared. of a longer fight. Yeah, that's absolutely. They gotta be happen. really. Yeah, and back then, I mean, you know, we were doing like four hour Kieran runs in Sky. So yeah, that one percent <laughs> haste was a big deal. Um, mm-hmm. So they got to be careful how they do that. Yeah. Uh, ninja. I like ninja. it. They introduced, they're like, yeah, now we're going to talk about Ninja. We haven't made any drastic changes to Ninja. 
Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, okay. It would also make sense that, like, for me, I'm like, okay, well, yeah, Ninja was really just recently released. Like, next- they knew that, like, they were probably well into having a good understanding of what all the different changes for the jobs are, even if it wasn't completely locked down. So it was like, okay, well, we know that, you know, this is around the corner. This is what we're thinking. So let's try to account for that so we don't have to sit here and say, we're redoing Ninja. Right. <laughs> Everything yeah. you've learned, you must unlearn. They uh, they do say though uh, there are more times where um, you'll continuously use uh, hutan, um, which caused a lot of situations where other ninjutsu um, wasn't being used as effectively, um, and so you'll be able to extend the effect of hutan. They say, um, and by combining new weapon skills in your rotation, you'll be able to maintain that effect. Um, so now you'll be able to use other ninjutsu other than hutan to output uh, higher DPS. Furthermore, um, they're going to added uh, positioning to some of the weapon skills. Ninja doesn't really have a lot of positioning stuff. Um, and so we included positioning for some. Um, and the way they say that, it's it's not new stuff. It's like current stuff, right? The way that they kind of phrase that makes me think that current things will get uh, directional bonuses. Um, they also added an ability that will adjust another party member's energy. Agro. <laughs> Flamingos. Um, Ninja's specialty is to be able to deal large damage from the start of battle, so the skills in place to support a tank in a situation where the enemy becomes unstable. So, um, you know, if, if somebody goes in, you know, if the dragoon runs in too, too quick and does too much damage, maybe the ninja could come in, do something, and, and all will be well with the world, and the tank will have hate instead of the dragoon. Um, monk. Uh, so they say that the original concept for Monk was to maintain Grease Lightning 3, which, you know, you do your combos, you keep it up, and that's that's your haste, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but instead of adding actions to aid and maintaining that effect, you're going to add um, elements where you can utilize Grease Lightning um, and make adjustments uh, to eliminate the downtime during phases or mechanics of a boss fight where you can't do anything, which is, you know, where you want to be using your Ley Lines and your Wanderer's Minuet and, you know... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they're going to be adding a chakra system. Um, so you'll be able to stack that up to five. Um, and then when you reach that five, you'll be able to throw out, you know, expend it into a high damage weapon skill. Um, after, uh, you know, you'll also be able to use chakra uh, to restore TP. I think they mentioned meditate. Um, that, you know, so you can do that. Um, there's also going to be an ability that allow you to change your form and weapon skills uh, and a weapon skill that will consume uh, grease lightning as well. Uh, I like that because obviously, like in, in you know, we can go back to Titan. He's going to jump, you know, there, where the boss is, or you know, in uh, Crystal Tower, where the bo- you know the boss is going to mm-hmm. go away, and it kind of is like, well, this is going to expire. I can you know get a you know a real big hit on them before you know this thing. That instead of just letting my grease lightning expire, I can I can really get a good hit in, and I like that. I think that's pretty um, pretty exciting um, to see for 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 the monk. I'm, I'm I'm, I'm not a monk, obviously. I said, my yeah. <laughs> but uh, you know, I w- I'm interested in seeing what uh, how how monks react to these changes because, from you know, an outsider, almost on that perspective, it sounds interesting. It sounds like this is some pretty cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up here, we have uh, the last DPS here. We have Mach- or no, I'm sorry, second to last DPS, uh, Machinist, the new one uh, with Evans. I'm excited for Machinist. That's I think that's going to be my my first new job mm-hmm. that I take up. Um, they say that the role is similar to Bard, uh, but the play style and the awareness for the job uh, will greatly differ. 
That means you have to pay attention. <laughs> um, so the their big specialty is to use a buff called ammunition, right? That's their kind of like their stacks. Um, by using stacks of these, it'll add various additional effects to weapon skills. Um, you get an effect called or an action, right? Uh, called reload, um, and by using that, you get five stacks of ammunition. Think of it; it's kind of like their aether flow, right? Um, and so. Uh, when you reload, you use up all the stacks of ammunition, but you can reload when you're not out of ammunition, and you can increase damage efficiency. So, if you're sitting at, at you know, three bits of ammunition, maybe there's, or ammunition, that's like the Grand Theft Auto <laughs> gun store. Wow! Uh, ammunition. Um, and maybe there's some downtime, you have a second, you reload, um, then you'll get a little bit of a buff. Um, additionally, there's a quick reload that will give you one uh piece of ammunition um so if you're running around and you just you don't have the time to i i don't think they mentioned that it's a standstill thing but uh you know if you need a quick like a you know one charge for something you can quick reload and and get whatever action out Um, right so that's kind of the big thing with that's their big mechanic is is using ammunition um yeah weapon skills are going to work differently um there's a weapon skill combination where each time you use it um there's a 50% chance of the next one getting a boost and it'll actually end up capping uh, at a certain point. So you'll, you know, after like, I think it's like three shots, you'll, you'll get that guaranteed boost or whatever. Um, and so by using the ammunition, you can make sure that the boost will proc. Um, machinists will also have actions. Uh, one of them is wildfire, um, which will charge the damage. Um, and attack, attack, what? Charges the damage and attacks at once. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to follow it. That's weird. Thanks, Square. That's weird. Um, <laughs> just wrap that up to a translation charges, issue. Charges the damage and attacks at Is it unloading all five ammo at once? It's possible. They should just call it like shotgun blast to the face. <laughs> um, there's also turrets that will affect party members in range. Um and we do have, um, there was uh, a person up at the um, the media event that they did in France, um, and that was uh, Nick Wilson uh, over at PC Games N. Really nice write-up, um, and it's, it's great. I mean, a lot of the, the times, uh, you know, when they do these kind of media events, they do it to, you know, get a, a, a wide reach, right? Um, but it's really nice because... He's a Final Fantasy 14 player. He's not just kind of one of those guys, you know, at IGN. It's like, hey, there's an event, like, go cover it. Oh, what's it about? It's that Final Fantasy MMO. Oh, yeah, I think I heard of that once. You know, it's like, you know, he's really into the game. He knows stuff. Um, that always helps when somebody's kind of oh, covering yeah. it. Oh, and yeah. I, and, uh, and it's great. Like, it's it's good to see kind of some of the bigger media outlets, you know, talking about the game with such light. Cause it's, which is, which is great and on one hand, but on the other, it's like, you know, they don't they don't know what they're seeing. Yeah, like, okay, <laughs> like there's a dark looks... night. Dark nights are in Final Fantasy. Like, well, yeah. especially with some people who have been soured over the Final Fantasy series for so long, and they're like, sure. "Oh, they haven't had a good one in so long." It's like, no, they they have a great one right now. It's it's called fourteen. They even have an expansion coming out. Um, you know, yeah. you should check you should check it out. And uh, it's like, oh, I don't like MMOs. It's like, well, don't play it as an MMO. Play it as just a, you know as, as a game. You know, yeah. a Final Fantasy game and. Uh, and then you know, beat the story and, and call it a day. Yeah, I mean, even though that 
the story is going to take them sure. way more than a month, you know, just because of the, how much how big it is. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's there was a few write-ups I saw. They're like, yeah, the new like lizard-like aura. I'm like, demon, it's demon. It's not dragon. It's not. It's demon. Like, come on, come on. Um, anyway, um, but uh, in his his article, he did some hands-on with it, and he says. Uh, the turret drones come in two flavors. There's a ranged uh, one with a Gatling gun and one that does uh, AOE lightning um, attacks. Uh, it says that both of those can trade their offensive capabilities to be turned into TP and MP generators that will affect allies in uh, an AOE range. That's so really cool. That is like Ninjas they, are so happy about that because they don't have the tanks now going, I need gold, gold please. Mm-hmm. Give me gold. You know, it's just like, hey, machinist, you want to like flip the switch on your turret <laughs> well i think it also then help, helps uh you know let's say if you had a machinist in a board uh in the party i mean y'all can they can focus in on the stuff it's like hey um you know don't <laughs> you know, uh, I, I could see the situation where this bard gets in oh yeah like sweet like he can do you know tp regen and i can do mp mm-hmm. oh there's a dark knight never mind <laughs> No, <laughs> uh, never mind on the Nemphi region. Never, never mind. <laughs> yeah. I wonder, you know, of course, we've seen some of the images and they were showing, like, you know, a white mage yeah. with, like, 10,000 HP. And, well, then, and yeah. then here, here's, a, here's a thought, too. I mean, and obviously, um, you know, the, the thing with, with pet classes, right, is that the, the main uh, character's damage is, is gimped a little bit to make room for the pet damage, right? But mm-hmm. what if you have a machinist, you have your TP um, turret, and then you have a bard uh, that pops up, uh, like minuet, right? With, mm-hmm. with those, with those stack, because if that Wonder. stacks, you would have a lot of TP regen, and you could spam those AOEs till the cow, cows come home, right? I mean, right. I don't yeah, know. It, should be, it should be interesting. You know, in fact, it's um, one of the really cool things I've always liked is that they really find good ways to have a synergy between classes when they play together and how that like, you know, bringing these kind of different classes can change up kind of your, your strategy and like how Bard and Dragoon have always kind of had a uh, kind of a helping hand for one another. And, you know, with these new uh, jobs coming in the system, how, you know, it's going to open up various different combinations of, uh, of uh, people playing together. And that's a lot of it. Like you're saying, it's like, yeah, we can, we can do this and, you know, and, and this is going to have this kind of benefit. And, you know, it's it's going to be pretty interesting. I'm really excited to see when people get their hands on with Machinists, like what their impression is and how it kind of then compares to Bard. Um, and to kind of see, I, I don't think we're going to run into a situation where one's preferred over the other. I think mm-hmm. it's going to, like we were saying earlier, there's going to be a very complimentary. I think, yeah, they'll be able to be interchanged. I mean, and, you know, looking at, um, I mean, Bart, you know, you have your, your MP, you know, you have your ballad, you have your minuets and stuff, and then you have Machinists now with turrets that can pump out TP and MP. So yeah. it's 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 the same thing, right? It, uh, so, yeah. It's nice. And it, and it goes beyond just like these just being reskins of the same thing. It's like the the gameplay is different. So you can end mm-hmm. up having a preference to how the, it plays, but your utility, um, yeah. you know, has that has that effect. So it's yeah, you're not feeling like you're 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 holding anybody back. At least that's my impression. Yeah. All the changes. I'm so I mean, excited for machines. Build, Oh, okay. um, I'm not so much like the big ones I'm excited about are Astrologian from the new and, and Dark Knight. And that's just based on finally getting a gun class. And you're just like, mm, well, it, yeah, you know, it, it was always kind of in there. And I was like, OK, I would have checked it out. And who knows? You know, in, in next month, I could be like Machinist is so great. I love it because um, I do like pet classes. Um, mm-hmm. But it's that, uh, you know, those are the new ones. But 
with the with some of the job adjustments they've talked about, I, w- I was like sitting here going, "Oh, should I level that first before I check out the new jobs?" Yeah, that's that's <laughs> that's gonna be the hard part. Is oh, is it's it's a tough. It's gonna be a tough priority. It's like okay, heaven's word is live. What do I do? You know, all these people. There's nothing to do in a game. <laughs> Shut up, because there's a million things to do now. Um, summoners getting huge changes. Um, one of the big changes that they're going to do um, is to try disaster. Right now, try disaster is terrible. <laughs> it's it's just it, you bind things and nobody uses it ever. Um, actually, I was up on Black Mage. Um, I was doing a what was I doing? Stone Vigil. I kept sleeping, you know, sleeping the extra mobs, right? Like, because, you know, more damage and whatever. It makes it easier if you sleep them. And the summoner kept spamming Try Disaster and waking them up. And I'm just like, why are these mobs waking up? And then I'm like, oh, jeez, Try Disaster. Um, but, yeah, I mean, and, and even Yoshida is kind of in that that same kind of, you know, has that idea where, yeah, like, wow, Try Disaster right now is terrible. Um, so what they're going to do is they're going to take Try Disaster and rename it to Try Bind since that's what Which it makes sense. does. Yeah. Um, and then Try Disaster is going to be a new high-level ability that will put Bio, Bio 2, and Miasma um, on on the mob for, for exchange of, of Aether Flow, which is awesome. Yeah, and I'm interested in the cast time because you are using Nate that's throws, true. Uh, slow stack. If the cast time is short, then that sounds great. If it's a longer cast time, I might just hold on to my Aether Flow and, and just take the time to do, do yeah. the, the three dots. Where this I could see having a really cool impact on is if it's got a quick uh, – is actually more on the day-to-day fights. Uh, you know, just the, the quicker fights that you're going to have anyway. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, all right, if I'm going to cast all of this and I'm really not going to do that much damage output, but being able to put all three at once and then yeah. just, uh, go into full on attack. That's really going to change up the rotation. And, oh, and that's and that's before we even get into the other thing that they're having. <laughs> um, but before that, um, they are talking about uh, there's no new Eggies. The, um, kind of, I was really man. kind of bummed in a way. And, uh, but... There's, there's, I, I, and if I heard this wrong, let me know. Um, I hear that there's, it's not coming with the launch, but I hear that they're coming out with a, basically a eggy glamour system, um, yeah. where you can say, okay, and that for me that makes sense. It's like, okay, you have basically your three types, and then out of those three types, you can have your various, you know, you can pick, do you want, uh, you know, what eggy do you want to have represented? And I think if they keep it kind of categorized to where you still have your Ifrit, Titan, and Garuda, and then maybe Leviathan comes in as one of the types, you know, so that you can then, and as they add in more summons, you can then pick and choose what summon you want out there as just a visual representation of attack, tank, or you know, kind caster. of a magic, you know, caster yeah. kind of approach. Um, and that, that I'm fine. I'm fine with that. I think that prevents them from getting to a, a point where. You're trying to just manage all these different summons, and you're really not getting a benefit. Um, but you know, it's like, okay, we were, you know, I was like, okay, what are the new, you know, how is this going to work? And then, yeah, we're not getting any new ones. We're, we're getting some different things, and that is what after putting a lot of thought into it, I go, oh, that sounds interesting. Um, but I'm going to be real excited on the day that the patch for the Eggy Glamour or whatever they end up calling yeah. it comes into play. Curious to see how it works, because I mean, you look at the Glamour system right now, and it's. <laughs> You know, tanks can wear, you know, glamour other tank gear, right? So it's going to be like you still know what type of, of eggy is summoned, right? I'm, oh, yeah. Not gonna I, be, I think that would be. That would you're not going to have like a, like a, a Garuda tank or something. Right. Well, that you know? would confuse people. Yeah, exactly. Then, you know, it's like, yeah. okay, 
you know, and then you have to explain those, you know. But no, I, I'm, I'm with you. I mean, they obviously will have to design like a, a I think a UI for it and um, sure. and whatnot. And I, you know, I, I don't hope it's not like a consumable. I hope it's like you could just go into the menu and say, you know, you see your you know, your three types and you just kind of pick what you want to do. My what I hope is blue. Yeah. What I hope for, and I don't know if they didn't mention anything about it. What I hope for is that regardless, I wish that they would update the icons so -hmm. that it would be representative of what you're actually um, summoning. (laughs) So it's like, okay, your icon for summon two now is this and it would show Titan or it would show whoever, Mm -hmm. you know, or you could even, you know, my, what it would be kind of neat, especially because, I mean, nobody really plays the classes in the regards where you could have, you know, Carbuncle out well, there. Well, you know, they, they yeah. do say um, that, in the, yeah, in the future, they're going to add a system that'll change the appearance of your Eggies, including Carbuncle. I don't know. A lot of people are pissed that there's no new Eggies, though. I know a lot yeah. of people were looking forward to that. It could become a challenge, I think, at the end of the day, while, and I shared originally their disappointment, but you're thinking about the long-termness yeah. of the game, that down the road, it's like all of a sudden, if Summoner's got, you know, eight, 10 different pets to bring out in is it situation. Well, and the, and the problem too, I mean, you look, you look at it right now, like all the summoners are using Garuda, right? It's just, mm-hmm. you know, it's a caster. It can, it doesn't have to be right up close to the mob and it extends dots. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, even if they added something else, like if it's not better than one that currently exists, like people won't use it. So this way, maybe we mm-hmm. can, call the one that we like the look of more while also using the skill set that we you know like well, we don't know you know well it's I'm, I'm curious to see how this works what i'd like to see and i didn't hear them say anything about it though is i think what i'd like to see from a kind of a party utility perspective is that based off of what kind of summon you have there would be some kind of like party buff that would come along with it like titan mm-hmm. might you know buff the defense around you know in an area around himself and you know if it might buff the attack of the area so if you've got a lot of physical guys you know putting you know ifrit out there might be a better choice because he'll be up front and you know that will help that and you know Garuda might help buff you know magic in the you know kind of in an area where they're you know close to i don't know and another another thought too in that in that same vein i mean right now it's it's one of those things that not a lot of people really care about or pay attention to but i mean if depending on the jobs that you have in a party you will get certain buffs to to boost right just just do that like so that way maybe you don't have uh you know something that gives you like a dex bonus or something and you need a dex bonus so you know pop this eggy you know it wouldn't be anything huge but it would be it would be a little thing that's just something just a little something to help say like oh yeah this is a good situation to use this eggy over that because the one thing that i i I always i like titan for his survivability but you really don't see him a lot in parties you know because he's more more tanky he's like the he's like the wow like this white mage is terrible our tank died and i'm just bring him out let's do it let's do or (laughs) or uh or uh for people that uh, were doing ramu right away there was a there was a titan eggy strat. Oh, I remember that. I was like, I yeah, was so titan upset because I wanted to, to get in on that, and then they <laughs> they nerfed it. They cut it before I could uh, get in there and, and a, mess which around. Was a, I think which was is great because I thought that was an awesome like like sweet like people. Why are, not? They have yeah, a reason okay. to use titan eggy now. <laughs> mm-hmm. In a party, uh, yeah. That, yeah. You know. Anyway, oh, wow. I was disappointed in that. I don't know why I just rearranged the text, but <laughs> all right. Uh, next up, we have dreadworm trance. This is uh, where summoner gets even more interesting now. Um, Considering that the roto- rotations with Aetherflow uh, recast has 60 seconds, right? The first 30 seconds are going to be spent casting dots. And then uh, after that uh, is where this comes into play, Dreadworm Trance. 
um, it is an ability that gives summoners, or I'm sorry, that summons the power of Bahamut. Because um, that doesn't seem OP, right? Um, right. While <laughs> under the effect of this ability, you'll be able to gain stacks of Bahamut Aether, uh, which you can then spend with an action. Um, looking at the video, they show the summoner using Akmorn, um, which is one of the the abilities from when you fight him in coil it's it's crazy it looks crazy it looks really like the idea of it seems very 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 overpowered but, well uh, you know it may be but if you look at traditionally the summoner in final fantasy a summoner was somebody who was able to bring in these big you know uh you know monsters for like, like really yeah, big it, hits. Like, it pops in and yeah and and yeah. You know, the ability for it too the the animation you just kind of see like bahamut's head pop up yeah, the summoner just starts going to town. And, which, and maybe yeah. you know, it's it's not that you know they're going to be continually to be able to do this, but it's really cool that like okay, um, you know, faster was kind of like a really nice big hit because you're doing kind of more dot damage and pet maintenance, mm-hmm. um, which was great. And then maybe this kind of brings that ability to you know having another really big hit. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, another big spike n- while not making them a, a, a spike damaging, you know, class or more of a damage over time, uh, you know, uh, and pet maintenance class. And so this way it's like, okay, this is how th- we're going to bring them also kind of to that, you know, that big godlike, you know, you know, damage dealing, uh, you know, effect that they, they have in, in the past games. Um, I'm excited about it. I like, uh, summer has been my favorite in, uh, in 14, um, you know, obviously since it was introduced, but I do main uh, Paladin and, and White Mage for reduced queue times. But whenever I'm, you know, playing through the story and, and you know, doing any kind of solo content, it's, you know, it's me, my summoner, my Titan, and uh, my, my Chocobo. So, <laughs> yeah. you know. Yeah, so and I, now, I think and, now and, and, and they talked about kind of having, you know, more quote-unquote companions or something, which we haven't heard more about. At some point, you know, I could be running around with a whole party. <laughs> It's like yeah, you know, I think, playing the game uh, solo. Out of out of all the jobs, I think Summoner is is probably getting the the biggest changes. I feel I feel like their the rotations are gonna be especially now with thought, with Tri Disaster, I think it's it's gonna get mixed up quite a bit. Which is which is I mean, that's nice to see, right? It's you know, new abilities and, and maybe you know, will help it'll help kinda alleviate that kind of stigma, right, against summoners where, you know, I was in like I did like a World of Darkness the other day and like someone was like, Oh my god, like summoner? Like, uh <laughs> yeah. I'm like, but but I, I can do damage. Watch. I would make almost make the argument though that uh, I love the changes for White Mage and so when looking over what they were doing for the White Mage, um may you know, essentially just to sum it up you know, they didn't. White Mage doesn't have a lot of like instant, you know, cast heals. They don't have a lot of, um, you know, damage and stuff. And so there's always kind of been this kind of pull towards the scholar because a scholar can heal, uh, but they can also damage. And the other one change is that everybody's going to have the bonuses to protect to have that pro shell buff, mm-hmm. which I think is makes sense. You know, bringing everybody. Oh yeah, in I always thought that was kind of silly. You know, it's like, okay, yeah, you get that magic, you know, damage, which is great, but now everybody's getting that. But so what they're doing for White Mage, which I would say is, you know, in the line of the, the summoners, that they're really making them uh, a play because we haven't talked about Astrologian yet. And it, you know, and so now it's like, okay, what, you know, you have a kind of a triad of healers, what's happening. So White Mage is getting uh, some abilities that are kind of instant heal. Uh, and you also see in the video, they've get, they're getting kind of like a, almost a scholar placement, you know, uh, you know, placement bubble Barrier. you know that yeah. i would say that's kind of reminiscent of you know some of the videos that we saw back in the early days of 1.0 yeah it's kind of like um, the, the little like yashola like forest field yeah. type of thing yeah it's basically it's well, basically a white mage sacred soil is really what it is 
Right, and instead of being damage reduction, it's uh, it's kind of just the you know heal over time. So it's kind of like this AOE you know field regen. So you mm-hmm. tack that, you tack in regen, you tack in a couple of you know ability instant heals, and then you okay. So from their healing perspective, they've got a lot of really good changes um, that sound that great. So they have like new abilities such as Asylum. Uh, that's the that's the one that I'm talking about, the healing field. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they have one called a, a size. Um, you know, and that's kind of like an ability to, like, I think, attack and heal at the same time. Um, you know, so talking from a size into some of their uh, damage, they're getting Stone 3 and Aerial 3 uh, as their main attack spells. So Aerial 3 is, is also a dot, but it's a ranged AoE, you know, kind of a dot attack. And I'm the one question is, what is Stone 3 getting and how is it going to be different from stone too because what made stone one the animation for it will be slightly larger slightly di- larger stone <laughs> it's like stone one you get a little heavy effect plus, stone plus two, like an extra 10 potency or something right and so what you know what's the benefit you know cost to stone three over stone two um but it sounds like you know because instead of like those dots and holy spam you know you're gonna have an aoe with area three and so you're gonna. I think there's gonna be a lot more stance dancing. Um, oh, that yeah. you're with with all into. these jobs, yeah. Yeah. So it's like, okay, I'm gonna pop on, you know, cleric stance, and I'm gonna do some. Um, and I think essentially that's gonna help uh, white mages at the beginning of a fight before any major healings needed. But with the instant cure, with the uh, with the uh, is that it's not benediction. I mean, you know, benediction is their one current. Uh, insecure but it's also goes to full hp you know this isn't going to yeah. be as potent but it's nice that you have a i need to pop on a quick cure right you got region and you got the field region you can be able to hopefully um have a lot of healing over time that will allow you to, to shift into stance and then go and do a, a kind of attacking mode while these things are happening and then if you get into trouble you can take it off you can mm-hmm. pop your no cast time you know cure while then you put, you know, while then you can go back and uh, and do some of your curing spells and stuff. For me, I think that um, the changes that White Mage are pretty, you know, while you know it makes sense, there's not like anything that people are like, what they're doing this now. Uh, I think that that there is that in the uh, the the revolutionary or that um, really revitalizing the job um, with with this, and so I'm I'm really excited to check out. White Mage, and that's where I said, like, when looking at White Mage, uh, and compared to the other ones, I'm like, I, I was sitting here going, do I level my White Mage to 60 first before I check out the other ones, or do I, or do I, uh, you know, focus in on the that's, new jobs? That's, uh, that's the hard decision you got to make. Yeah. Anyway, so there, there's your update on White Mage, everybody. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Scholar, um, instead of simply increasing their abilities, you're gonna make adjustments by adding actions that will require you to think about their use and the best time to utilize them. Kind of like a lot of the other stuff. Makes you know. sense as a scholar. Please, from a please think you know, while playing this game. We're tacticians, you know, this yeah. um, There are going to be actions that are useful during boss battles, um, so you may feel that it hasn't changed much um, while running through instance dungeons. Um, one of the new actions, um, indomitability, 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 <laughs> wow. Uh, it's going to be a new AoE healing action that will supplement a scholar's current AoE healing strength um, which uh, may feel, uh, which may have felt a bit weak by now. So better healing for AOE. Um, deployment tactics um, is an action that'll extend the effect of ad loquium uh, and eye for an eye um, that is on the target player to other party members in range, which is really nice. Yeah. Um, emergency uh, tactics instead of adding the barrier effect to ad loquium, um, this action will give additional 
uh, healing power um, for the amount of the effect uh, of the barrier. I don't know. How, uh, that doesn't make sense. What did? <laughs> hold on. I'm reading it and not thinking about what I'm reading here. Mm-hmm. Additional healing power. The amount of the effect. Okay, so if however strong your barrier is, it'll give a bonus to healing. So I would I would translate this as that. So if you get like a ten percent damage reduction with the barrier or whatever it is, that you now have a ten percent bonus. I might be uh, to, yeah. the, uh, to, to the effect of a loquium. Yeah, there, so there are definitely. A loquium is going to give you a thousand. Um, you know, damage re- re- uh, resistance. If you're in the barrier, now you're going to get 1,100. You know, yeah. it's that, or whatever the, you know, the, the, the bonus ends up being. And so that it just kind of makes it like, oh, good, I, I placed the barrier and now I'm going to apply a, a loquium. And now I'm going to add this deployment tactics where it's going to apply it to more people out there. You could almost, if, if I'm right, effectively like really be able to buff and, and, and heal a lot of people really quickly and then also do a lot of damage mitigation at mm-hmm. the same time with the, I mean, and so that seems like a pretty cool, uh, be a pretty cool effect in my opinion. Yeah. And this is, I mean, and again, some of these, this is the official stuff from the forum. Some of it is, is a little, little butchered here. Um, but, uh, yeah. So we'll, I mean, you know, worst case scenario, we'll find out in a few weeks. Um, they also get uh, a new action dissipation, which will allow you to, Dismiss your fairy in exchange for uh, magic power. It almost seems like a scholar version of cleric stance. Well, the question is how much, and then over what kind of period of time do you get that? Because is it uh, right. like you want to do that for one real big hit, or do you dismiss that and then go into an attack? Because obviously your fairy is not the, the only. Uh, it's a risk versus reward in that. There's, no, there's no cures going because on because your fairy is kind of like I'm healing and I'm helping you out, so you can damage. But then it's like, you know, obviously, do I want to do one big hit and then bring my fairy back right away? Or am I like, oh, my fairy is really not needed. This white mage just mm-hmm. carrying us. I'm going to really buff my day, you know. So it'll be interesting to see how that. Uh, yeah, and, then, and then you have to consider, OK, the MP for my fairy. And, you know, do I use switch cast with it? I mean, there's, you know, there's a lot of like, you know, like they said, too, there's a lot of a lot of strategy involved, um, which, mm-hmm. you know, makes sense because, I mean, scholar is a tactician. Yep. That's why they're using exactly. strategy, strategy. Yeah. <laughs> Strategy. Uh, all right. Last but not least, we have the Astrologian. Brand new to have its word. Uh, they also have two stances, uh, Diurnal Sect and Nocturnal Sect uh, that you can switch between. Um, and so one of them is kind of like a White Mage stance. The other is like a Scholar stance where one is just kind of healing and the other um, has a little more of a focus on like barriers. Um, and depending on which one you're in, will uh, you know affect... Uh, you know each ability and spell uh, differently. Yeah, so. and it's like it kind of felt like you know if you remember Scholar from Eleven, where you could switch damage or like. Oh, I remember or, that. Oh right, my you know. Yeah. Well, it's like you know. Okay, what this is is like. Okay, so you're an astrologian, and you get into a party, and oh, guess what? There's a scholar. Well, you know, I'm gonna put. I want to go in a white, kind of a more white mage stance to kind of make up that gap. Or oh, there's a uh, you know a white mage going to go a scholar, more you know damage mm-hmm. mitigation to help kind of even that out. Or oh, there's another astrologian. Let's talk. What stance do you want to be in? I'll be in the opposite. So it kind of right. um, I think helps that uh, helps maintain a little bit of flexibility. Um, you know, if you get put into to queue and then it's like, oh, okay. I, instead of like, oh, I got a double white mage. Well, okay, we can. I can kind of change it up and kind of add a little bit of the uh, of what's missing. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and they say it's it's probably a good idea when you start playing it um, to do one stance, you know, get familiar with one stance, and then try the other, um, which tells me it's going to vary quite a bit, which is kind of cool to see in just one job. Um, additionally, you'll be able to use actions like the barrier created by Ishtola uh, in the main scenario. Oh, that's what it was. Okay, yeah. Maybe that wasn't uh, the uh, the other one. We were maybe that wasn't Asylum then. Maybe that was uh, Astrologian I was thinking of. Um, they also say, um, and this is like kind of like the bigger mechanic for Astrologian, um, is the ability to draw cards. Um, and so depending on the card that you will randomly draw, you gain effects um, like enhanced attack, power, haste, and damage reduction. Um, Furthermore, Seems like there's, there's a dud card, though. <laughs> yeah, may, maybe, maybe. Um, that might be a mistranslation. We don't know. Um, it's uh, There's a ability called Royal Road, which will return the card that you drew to the deck and enhance the next one that you draw. And again, you know, it's that kind of risk-reward. Like, do I want this one? Maybe I want right. a different one that might be stronger now. Um, there's also an ability to set aside a good card that you draw um, and an ability known as shuffle that will um, redraw a card. So I like that idea, of like it. setting aside that card for like you know trying to make it situational or use it when you need, so that you know you can start off a fight and I'm going to put a card you know and get it ready to be used. Mm -hmm. So oh I get you know you know 20% TP reduction. Well I'm going to save that until at least people start using their TP. You know especially before we run out there. It's like people are going to be spamming AOEs. I'll just I'll just put this one over here for right now. <laughs> <laughs> you know that seems kind of really cool. I'm wondering yeah if there is that dud car that it's like hope oh, gonna I got it gonna try for something else because yeah. I mean odds are like one in six you know that's probably going to come up. <laughs> yeah and so so in that that hands on write up um, he actually went in um, and wrote down all the different cards for Astrologian. Um, and so we have 10% uh, increased attack speed, 10% increased attack damage, 20% TP reduction cost, 20% MP reduction cost, 20% ability recast time reduction, and the last one is a 10% increased damage taken, um, which that one might be a mistranslation. It might be um, a 10% reduction on damage taken. We don't know for sure. Um, but, you know, and again... You know, maybe there is that that risk in there, right? I mean, you're shuffling around. Maybe you get a bad card. It's part of the game. I don't know. <laughs> it would make sense that at some point, though, that like they'd be like, "Hey, here's a deck of six cards," yeah, and then you go, "Hey, is one of these cards a, like a bad card?" And they're like, "Well, yeah," and they're like, "All right, I'm gonna go ahead and five cards." I'm just gonna go ahead and and just shuffle this guy back over. And, yeah, I don't, <laughs> don't want to use that one. Um, well, that is it for all the job adjustments. Um, additionally. Um, a couple of the uh, interviews that came up from the event. Um, one of them we want to touch on uh, is from IGN, um, saying that uh, while talking to Yoshida, he mentioned uh, that he talked to Yoshinori Kitase about the possibility of adding Blitzball to Final Fantasy XIV, and that it uh, that conversation had, had definitely happened. So that might be a thing. It might not be. Um, Kitase was you know excited about the idea. So a lot of people have been talking about Blitzball before. Um, It'd be nice to have kind of a different type of PvP. Um, you know, I, it would be. Yeah, it would be I, I think, interesting. You know, I, I think you know. Blitzball, um, and I think back to uh, Star Wars Old Republic, they had, uh, like, Hutball. I think, was it Hutball? Yeah, some kind of, some kind of you know, ball-based PvP thing. Um, so that'd be kind of cool to see. Um, Yoshida also mentioned uh, that he was also talking to uh, the director for 15, and they're probably uh, going to do some type of uh, Final Fantasy 15 tie-in. Um, in the future, so 
Yeah, and the you know the future is obviously like, well, we don't have a release date for that, so yeah, yeah. He, he <laughs> said, you know, maybe maybe we'll have some some guys driving around in a car, but we don't have cars in New yet. Maybe they'll be you know flying around on a mountain or something. Um, so yeah, please look forward to it. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, we'll probably hear obviously because you know um, we got E three here in, in a couple uh, of weeks, yeah. so yep, yep. going to be out. You're going to be out there for that, but then it's like, okay, so we're going to probably see uh, a whole bunch of information coming out at that time that goes leads us right into three uh, like you know, pretty much a week and a half later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we will be out at E three. Um, we got some stuff lined up that I think uh, people are going to enjoy, um, and you know, again, this is. You know, E3 ends the day before early access. Um, are you gonna make it? Are you gonna make it back? Are you gonna be? Able I, to I am actually. I am actually going from LA to the girlfriends. Um, That's so nice. you know, and it's kind of funny because I played 2.0 launch at her place, um, mm. and now I'm gonna be playing a 3.0 launch at her place too. Um, but yeah, is I mean, she I, gonna play? Is she gonna play with you? Oh or yeah, like, oh yeah. Hey, I haven't seen you in so long. And we're, we're, like, not, we're not. We're not gonna be go. spending. We're not gonna be spending the whole time playing, but. Um, yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll jump in and check out some Heaven's Word stuff for sure. Um, but, uh, you know, keep an eye out on that stuff. Um, we'll definitely get that, uh, you know, all of our stuff, uh, all of our covers typed up as soon as we can. Um, not like you'll see it anyway. You'll all be playing you know, early access. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> maybe, oh, there's this great article on Gamers. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll, I'll, really, I'll read it when I'm tired that, of playing. That's cool. I'm leveling Machinist. Screw those guys. <laughs> I need to I need to to pop my turret. Um, that sounds weird. Um, yeah, it does. <laughs> <laughs> whoops! I need an adult. Um, so yeah, we will be D three. We'll be bringing you coverage for that. So uh, keep an eye out for that. Uh, additionally, uh, I was looking at the calendar the other day. Um, June third marks uh, six years of Erosiopedia, uh, which is crazy. Um, for, for those of you who are like, what's that? Um, Six years ago, we launched a website called Aorzypedia right after the Sony press conference that announced Final Fantasy XIV 1.0, uh, which actually just wasn't 1.0 back then because they thought it would last forever. Um, anyway, <laughs> yeah, the press conference went up, and uh, a couple hours later, we had a website to cover Final Fantasy XIV. Um, six years. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, I know. Uh, time, time really flies. Six years going into 3.0. We had a you know? yeah. I mean, the game the game wasn't even like operating for for a year somewhere in there, and it's it's been crazy. So, uh, I just want to take a minute thank all of you guys that have been visiting the site, all of you guys that have been supporting the site, uh, and of course everybody that's been listening to the podcast. Um, you know, we're going to be coming up on six years here shortly as well uh, in August, I think it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, thank you. Yeah. Thanks. Appreciate it. I'm trying not to, to get too emotional. Um, also, um, you know, six years, E3, a lot of stuff coming down uh, down the way here. We are working on new lore train, lore craft, as I said earlier, hopefully, maybe. Maybe the more I look into it, the more I'll think, wow, this is really stupid. Why am I ready? So we'll, we'll see what happens there. Uh, also plans for a new lore cast or two, maybe, if you're lucky. Maybe two new lore casts. We'll see what happens. Um, so there you go. Please look forward to that. Uh, and uh, to close here, uh, a few episodes back, back in uh, 76, um, we talked to Talison Jaffe, who is the voice of the one and the only Thancred, 
Um, and we had a little bit of a, I don't want to say contest, but uh, we guys, we asked you to submit lines that you would like to hear Thancred sing. And it's been a while, but we do have them now. We finally have them. Uh, and so we're going to go ahead and stroll uh, those right here for you. Oh, woe is me. I cannot go on. It is far too dangerous. What if something were to happen to my beautiful face? You spoony bard. Well, if it isn't our own delivery boy of light, please look forward to it. I'm a Manda, Manda, Mandaville man, doing what only a Mandaville can, from the peaks of Corthus to Thanalan. Manda, Manda, Mandaville man. Yeah, so those are really good. Um, we actually have one more. Um, you'll hear it uh, if you tune into the next episode of Lorecast. So make sure to check that out. Um, and that'll do it for this episode of Aetherite Radio. Um, we will be back uh, sometime after E3. I don't know when because traveling and maybe a couple weeks. Couple weeks. And then you've got maybe. the stuff. So you know, probably want to try to get some kind of 3.0 reaction. I want to get something in um, like right away, but it, you know, well, everyone's going to be wanting to play. And it's going to be rough. It's going to be crazy. Um, you know, so yeah, just let me know what, what, what we can we'll do. Figure, we'll figure something out. Uh, yeah. So yeah, it will it will be crazy. It's going to be a lot of stuff to do, a lot of stuff to talk about. Um, so keep an eye out for that. Um, if you would like to get a hold of us here on the show, you can email us aetheriteradio at gamerscape.com. Uh, we are also on the Twitter, like all the cool kids at aetheriteradio. Um, so yeah, make sure to you know send us some messages if you guys uh, when Seven Words comes out, uh, Heaven's Words. God, I can't talk. Heaven's Word. Once that comes out. Uh, you know, send us some thoughts, uh, images of uh, you know, some cool achievements and stuff, um, and we'll see if we can uh, maybe feature those in some way. We'll try and get uh, a post up at some point to, uh, we'll do like 3.0 bragging rights or something. Made the floating continent stop floating. I don't, I don't know if that's a boo shakalaka. That'd be funny. <laughs> I just, I just, I just pushed the switch. I didn't know it would sink the thing. So yeah, there you go. Um, iTunes, if you want, uh, review us on iTunes. Um, we've been getting a lot of really nice reviews um, lately, so thank you to, to those who have been submitting reviews. Um, let other people know what you think of the show. Spread the word. Let people know we're here. Um, and that'll do it for this episode of 8th Rate Radio. Shout out to Bryn and uh, and his daughter for joining us. Yeah, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how the I, editing magic yeah, uh, will work. Here. Maybe you'll not even you won't even know. Hopefully not. You know, I apologize for for that. It, you know, it's just you know, she's a she's a huge fan of the show, so that's all. Right. I can say. <laughs> yeah, we, we really wanted to get something up before E3, um, and there's a lot of stuff coming up, uh, including uh, and and here's here's the thing. This is how busy we are. We don't even know when this episode's going to be posted. We have a lot of stuff in the works. Uh, one of which is Gamerscape 3.0. Um, I'm so excited! I, you've shown me lots of previews, which, and I'm like, maybe, oh, so maybe good. you're, maybe you're able to see this right now. Maybe you're listening maybe, to this, this show on a web site that looks kind of new and, and pretty. Um, and I've been working on some new uh, new comics <laughs> for the uh, for the site as well, um, which I'm you know haven't you know posted yet. And I haven't posted in a while. I've just been you know kind of working, trying to come up with some fun fun stuff to share, and then you know kind of release it over, over a period of time. So I'm really excited. Uh, we get a new site. New comics, new game, you know, new expansion. Oh yes, <laughs> lots of new, lots of new stuff. Lots of new. Um, and so, uh, yeah, let us know uh, 
what you think about uh, the new layout and stuff. Um, we're still going to be tweaking stuff here. Um, but, uh, you know, we're trying to make things a little easier to navigate, uh, make things look a little smoother. Um, so please let us know uh, if you run into any issues. Additionally, um, we got the chance to ask some members of the Final Fantasy XIV team if they could have a minion in real life. Which one would they want? Uh, and so we'll have that post up. Uh, and in that post, we're going to ask you guys, kind of like we did back uh, back last year at E3, we asked about uh, romancing NPCs. We're going to do that th- uh, same thing here again. Uh, once that uh, post goes up, or if it's up already, again, no idea when this is going up, no idea when the other stuff is going. We've been very busy. Yeah. Um, so keep an eye out for that. Um, and drop a comment and let us know what uh, minion you would like to have in real life, if given the option. So yeah, lots of stuff, uh, lots of stuff coming, lots of stuff to look forward to. Uh, part of me is gonna be so happy when it's all over. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, yeah, you're gonna be busy. I'm gonna be kicking back and enjoying the show, you know. So yeah, I know you're going to be out there. You're gonna be working hard. So um, I've already been working hard. Yeah. GE 3.0. Please look forward to it or yeah. look at it now. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, you know, originally we were just going to like record this and maybe, maybe it's live and I edit it out or in or whatever. I'm just going to leave it, whatever. Yeah, why not? GE 3.0. Oh, awesome. Check it out. Yeah. And that'll do it for this episode of Eighth Ray Radio. Again, thank you to Brent for joining me. And we will see you here after we have gone Heavensward. Heavensward.